0: Hey, what's up, can't believers? Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. So today we had Katie on. Katie is a really good friend of mine. Uh I met her in in a lot of ways with a lot of these guests. I've met them through uh, my stage of entrepreneurship. You know, I and I've said this before with other guests too. A, a lot of the guests have actually been in this same mastermind and I feel like one of the things that was really fantastic. And and if you are someone, and if I'm speaking to you, you absolutely are. If you are someone who's trying to get an idea off the ground and needs some help, look for a community. You know, that's one thing as a high-performance mentor that I try to throw myself into is is the importance of developing a community because the people that I not only got to collaborate with, but the people that I got to just relate to I think was so influential. And, and Katie is no different. You know, her and I started our businesses around the same time. And we both seemingly have started to make this really beautiful transition of, you know, being dietitians and nutrition coaches, and then being able to expand what we do into life, business, and just he- health mentorship. And and I think when I look at it, too, I try to hone everything back because you already know by now, you know, back to the habits. and. When I get to meet someone like Katie and get to see her evolution, it really just makes me feel like I'm not alone in this process. And what I really, really loved about this conversation is we dove into some really big life transitions that Katie was going through. I, I, I'm i not even going to take from what she had to say about what is currently going on in her life, uh, but just an update, You know, you're going to hear a lot of what she was explaining because we actually recorded this pod probably about two to three weeks ago um, her stuff has indeed been found. Uh, and now she's in the process because most of it is damage of just really, really trying to create a new life for herself in Denver. And so Katie really talked a lot about that. She talked a lot about, uh, transitioning out of a marriage that was no longer serving her for her, for her longer term. And also just understanding how she interacts when she's in a constant state of trigger versus how she interacts when she's really, really honing in on making sure that she's getting her needs met and being able to set healthy boundaries for herself and for others. And there's just so much value that I got just being able to be the person that, you know, not only that she was conversing with, but also just learning from her. And I felt like this episode would be a really fantastic one, you know, heading into March. And so episode 88 is coming at you with Katie Ann Salzman, um, a, a tremendous woman, tremendous entrepreneur, and someone who's making some some real change uh you'll be able to catch her podcast uh crying burns calories <laughs> i still love that i still really really love the title of that pod but you'll be able to catch hers uh everything to reach her will be in the show notes i hope you all enjoy see you on the next one yo what up you've heard how every superhero has their origin story right well welcome to the can't believe i made it podcast i am your host Desi Abeda, I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, can't believe I made it. Enjoy the episode. All right, Katie. What is good? I am so excited for this for a couple of reasons. I think I already told you this. One, I miss you. We've been able to grow our our businesses together, and then we kind of go off on our different paths, and then we see each other through stories and whatnot. I'm like, God, God, damn it! Like, I need to have Katie on. So I'm excited for that. And two, I'm just excited to see your face, dude. So what's up?
1: I know. I'm so excited to be on here. It is. It's funny. We we started this like you know, online business together. And then we see each other shift and grow from a, from a distance. But it's so nice to just reconnect.
0: I know it is. It is. So we're going to tap into a lot of areas, Katie. And I feel like telling your story is going to be part of uh, a big part of obviously what we talk about. But before we do any of that, and we'll do some introductions too, uh, there's, I got something on my mind right now. And I I wanted to hear your take on it. Um, You are... (laughs) are sitting on the floor of your new home in wait in Colorado right in In Colorado yes without your shit
1: (laughs) oh my god! since
0: November I cold open I want you to start with that story and then we'll introduce you
1: (laughs) it is the craziest story that I've managed to get myself into and I don't know how (laughs) or why it's happening and you, you're you always shifting to like, this is happening to you for a reason, but I'm like, all right, universe, what is this reason? So yeah. I moved from, I, I lived in like sort of the Metro Detroit area. I decided that my energy was no longer matching my environment. I needed like a little bit more freedom. I just wanted to do something crazy. So I decided I'm going to pack up an SUV and move to Colorado but i had just furnished a new place in the detroit area so i decided to hire movers to help me and i have somehow got myself involved in this sort of scam of a moving company and that paid for five star google reviews they it's if you dive into it it's crazy there's a whole new story coming out about it next week like i just had a photographer here photographing me in my empty apartment um but <laughs> i they picked my stuff up on november 28th and it is now what's the date today february 5th and i don't have it i've been out here since the beginning of december so my beautiful podcast new studio my office furniture every piece of clothing i mean i packed like a, i thought it was going to be three or four days i packed a suitcase and grubby clothes like travel clothes baggy sweatshirts yeah. comfy things yeah yeah nothing else my life is in a storage unit in Toledo, Ohio right now and they're holding my things hostage
0: for, for what?
1: I have no so this company some of them like they've opened up under four different names in the last 2 years. They've had their license taken away from the Better Business Bureau. Like it's just It's crazy. And we knew none of this. Like they make themselves seem like the most legitimate company. So some people get their things, some people get half of their things completely damaged. I don't know. It's been a really hard thing for me to process because this was my first time really furnishing my place and having all of these like nice things. And I was really proud of it. You know, I did this all on my own with my business, especially after a divorce, which I'm sure we'll get into. And so that was like, I was really proud of it and then to yeah. 6 months later have it all taken away it feels it's been this crazy like inner struggle and inner battle of really detaching myself from materialistic things to be like okay this is who i am and but i but also it's been 2 uh, months so i'm like look i got it i get it universe i am <laughs> who i am you can give me my stuff back now <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. Just let me be material, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Just give me
1: that Peloton bike.
0: <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. I, I know. I, Fifty thousand dollars your, worth of
1: stuff they have.
0: Oh. Well, because I saw your story that was like, uh, this is what's going on. You're just like updating, and I'm like listening to it. I was like, this is not a real thing that happens to people. Uh but now that it it's part of a scam.
1: Yeah. There's hundreds of people in my situation with this company. And so we're just really trying to, and there's not a lot of laws protecting people. And this has been a really big thing since COVID. I knew nothing about it. I just thought you hire this moving company. They had amazing reviews on Google. Mm -hmm. They pick up your stuff and then they deliver it. And I, it's been so opposite from that.
0: Dude, (laughs) that's freaking nuts. I, yeah. It's so funny, too, because as a as a Latino, I don't really know a whole lot of Latinos that uh, hire companies because they just have family do it. And it's an understanding. <laughs> like, go help your cousin that you haven't seen in a while. They need help. Right. <laughs> and it's like,
1: I love I it.
0: Can't. I can't wrap my head around this because oh nobody god. likes helping anybody move. Let's be honest. No, it's, yeah, there's, <laughs> it's like, there's a whole Seinfeld episode about it. Like you know, <laughs> we can't, it's can't the worst. Like, yeah. yeah, we can't go from like having drinks and then all of a sudden I'm helping you move tomorrow. Like no, it's, it's like oh I'm man. busy.
1: I'm busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm like oh, I tweak my back. I can't do it. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Runny nose. Well, COVID gets you out of everything.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> That is the truth. I haven't used it yet. Oh my god. Like I've seen I used those it too. only
1: because I had it.
0: Yeah, well <laughs> I was literally just talking to friends this morning about it too. And I was like, I feel like the freaking Highlander. Uh, I have not gotten it. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. That's amazing.
1: Good for I you. Know, but
0: I also don't do shit. Like here, you see this pod studio. This <laughs> yeah. is where I am all the time. Right. <laughs> you sit
1: at your desk and take vitamin C and
0: zinc. So you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get adequate sunlight. I sleep. I concentrate on <laughs> my nutrition. Yo, if you need a, a dietitian and a mentor, what's up people? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, all right. i I'm fond of our cold opening. That story is love it, ridiculous. it's crazy, uh, it's
1: crazy. <laughs> so follow along because so it's still happening. Oh,
0: I know, god dang it, that's crazy. So, uh, Katie, there's an ongoing joke. Anytime that I try to introduce people in, in like uh, the intro of any of these pods with these guest pods. I always say like, hey, I I can't really do the job that people actually do, which is introducing themselves. So uh, why don't we give you this opportunity? Introduce yourself, Katie, uh, things that you are really passionate about right now, and then we'll obviously dive into all of the wonderful things that make you.
1: Yes. Okay. So my name is Katie Saltzman. I'm a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and I have this insane passion to just change the way women speak to themselves, treat their body, the way we approach, um, our health and fitness. You know, my biggest thing is how, how do we give back to our bodies? So with my coaching, I really approach it from nutrition, mindset, movement, and metabolism. And now I'm Mm -hmm. starting to dive deeper into helping women take care of themselves through trauma.
0: Oh, I love everything in there. Uh, (laughs) even and I've talked about this in, in multiple pods. And when like when we discuss being more trauma-informed, I think it's so important because generationally, for most people, it's it's kind of just the norm, right? Yeah. And so, Katie, I would love for, for you to kind of look back. You know, this pod is obviously about the hero's journey. And it's obviously about rituals and habits and like what helps us to become who we are. Um, if you're kind of looking back in your life, what sort of pivotal moments have been phenomenal or, or painful, like good, bad, or indifferent? Like if you kind of look at your life right now, like what are those moments for you?
1: Um. So I would say my life in in my 30s is drastically different than life in my 20s. I would say I was pretty naive oh. to the w- what Facts. the word trauma <laughs> even was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, yeah. to me, it probably would have been like a car accident or, you know what I mean? It would yeah. be, it wouldn't have been what it is now. Um, yeah. my twenties was all about physical. It was all, like I was obsessed with my physical appearance and, um, I, from, from, you know, body image issues and disordered eating and doing all the wrong things. I approached everything from a physical standpoint. Even when I started coach my coaching business, it was very much like, you know, macros and weight loss. And then you start to shift and realize that all of these, that there's so much deeper but I think that shift started happening when things started happening to me you know it was like I went into my 30s being um you know what what somebody would have thought would have been the perfect life you know it was like I I was having my own business that was pretty successful I had a husband that you know made well over six figures a year and you know I was living in this like you know Perfect neighborhood in Michigan. And from the outside looking in, everything was happy and it was perfect, except I wasn't happy. And I was breaking on the inside and I wasn't living for me and I wasn't living my authentic life. And I wasn't with somebody that was matching my energy in any way and we were growing apart. And since then, you know, it was like throughout that experience, I went through miscarriage. I ended up going through divorce. After Mm -hmm. the divorce, I got myself in a pretty abusive relationship. And it was like within three, four years, my life had changed so drastically, which brings me to now where I've gone through this insane healing process. And it's, it's cool because I'm taking my coaching to a new level. You know, I, I never, I understand now why I went through this because I'm meant to help women through these things in life, but going through them, I didn't think that.
0: No, (laughs) like I I think about the last two years and and I absolutely agree with you. Uh, I think I was really naive in my twenties and for me, at least the real process started in my thirties and it just so happened that my daughter was born like in my 30th year of life. And since then, it's just been rapid healing and rapid like, how do I want to interact with things now? Because it's not just about me. It's about, you know, how do I want to interact the next generation? So, you mm-hmm. know, everything, Katie, that you're talking about in your 30s and and all of that learning, I, I heavily resonate with. I'm wondering, as you look back, kind of where you are now, you said like there was a three to four year span that was hard, right? Yeah. So if you're if you're looking back, can you pinpoint moments that you were kind of like aware, like this isn't okay?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest, most, most pivotal moments for me was, um, I was actually, it was a conversation with my, my ex-husband where I, my business was growing rapidly. You know, like we had got married and I quit my full-time job and I put my life into this business, which is a big transition. It's a stressful transition. There's no entrepreneur that doesn't hustle in their first year. You no. know,
0: yeah. but I
1: was and my husband was a great guy, so I don't want to put him down at all, but a lot more traditional than mm-hmm. um, yeah. than I was. And um, he sat me down and because I was working like crazy and I had all these passions and probably wasn't putting, I guess, my all into what would be considered like the normal a marriage. You know, yeah. it was it yeah. was hard for me to sort of navigate it all. And he sat me down and he was like, Katie, I really want a normal wife. And that was like, it was the most heartbreaking statement to me. Like, I, I mean, I cried for so long with that. I'm like, what do you mean you want a normal wife? Like, I don't understand that. And he was like, I want a normal life here in Royal Oak, Michigan. I want a normal wife. I want to have a family. And that's exactly what I want. And I really had to sit back and be like, that's not at all what I want. Like yeah. that's not even close to – I don't want a normal life. I, I've i known from when I was young that I'm not a normal girl and I cannot pretend to be one anymore. I can't. No. So I had to no. choose that. I had to, It was the scariest decision I ever made to choose to walk away from that marriage, walk away from comfort of everything in my 30s and be like, I am not normal and I know it and I'm going to honor that and I'm going to live more authentically because of that. Um, and if you asked him, he might say, I put business over my marriage and, and, and everybody's allowed their own opinion and everybody's allowed their own feelings. Um, so that's yeah, okay. Yeah. But I know my truth.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because, <laughs> um, <laughs> I came across a, uh, a TikTok the other day. We'll, we'll dive into TikTok because you need to create one, by the <laughs> way. Um, <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day. Uh, it, was, it was a mom who is also an entrepreneur and she was talking about how she is having an issue with trading in all of the glam and expectation of really making it and then just being intentional with her time and just wanting to be a better mom. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember seeing that and I had asked my wife and my therapist I was like, is there something wrong with me that I want not only that, but I, I want to honor like w- what I feel has always been the greatness inside of me. And I feel Katie, like what you're talking about there, I really resonate with. And I'm wondering, like you said that you knew that you were different since you were a little girl. Is that correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. I've, I've honestly felt the same way, uh, on my side as well. Can you describe what that feeling is? How would you put that into words?
1: Oh, gosh, that's a that's a hard it's a hard thing because I feel like a lot of it's internal of just knowing of just knowing that you're different, knowing your your path is different in life. I grew up in a super religious traditional family, and I love that. Like that was a great way. Like it was I had a beautiful childhood and an amazing family. But in that, you know, I would say with the way I grew up you're meant to get married very young. You know, you marry a Christian man, you in my head by by 21, yeah. 22 I was going to have four kids. You know, so, and, and, and yeah. in happy marriage and then as I got older I'm like this isn't for me. This actually this is not it. this isn't it. Yeah, this is yeah. not a vibe. And yeah. I I started like you know, not that I, I sort of broke away from going to church all the time and started doing my own thing, and it was different from what everybody else was doing. All of my friends and all of my friends were getting married. Like right now, my friends are not only married with like kids that are like going into middle school. You know, it's like it's That's like nuts. everybody yeah. got married really, really young. And when I was twenty-five, I was a hairstylist. I decided to move to Australia for a year, and I just started doing things different. Yeah. And everybody, even now, I swear people think I'm crazy, especially living in Denver with, in an empty apartment. Um, yeah. Everybody's like,
0: are you okay, Katie? Like, are you good? But, uh, no, but thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not.
1: I got the most beautiful view of the mountains, but I don't have a couch, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I'm not okay. But no, honestly, I, I feel like a lot of it, um, when people people know that I'm different too. And I think that a lot of it is their fears for my life. You know what I mean? When they say like, Katie, like, like, don't you think you should start dating? Don't you think you should get on a dating app? Like, or don't you want to have kids? Should you, the amount of times I've been asked if I'm going to freeze my eggs and I'm like, it's not, first of all, it's not really any of your business, but like, I don't think I'm quite there yet. Like I'm not in my forties, like in my mid thirties and, but it's their fears that they're projecting on me. And that's what I've realized. I used to get self-conscious about it when people would question me about doing life different. And I was like, that's not for me to hold. That's your fear for you to hold. And, and I'm holding a different belief in my life.
0: Yeah. I think it's crazy too, you know, and I, I sort of, Took this from uh, Tony Robbins and I sort of made it into something that I can wrap my head around and something that I can teach people about clients and you know siblings and, and whatever. But he talks about how oftentimes like our our human needs, you know, we need uncertainty, but also at the same time we also need certainty. And so I, I think a lot of what you're describing there, uh, people projecting their fears on on you. And, and I'm sure for listeners out there, I'm sure you probably have that family member that is questioning your every move. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think we all have it. Um, you know, that, that, that place is hard, but Katie, I really love what you said is that's not my job to hold. Yeah. Where, where are you learning things like that? Because that, is like it's <laughs> healing talk. Here's another TikTok thing. Get on healing TikTok. Shout out healing TikTok. I freaking love I love really? my feed right That's now by a the thing? way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a freaking thing. Like little, okay, <laughs> dude, we're going to, we got to chat after this. Anyway. <laughs> I,
1: I need to get on this, honestly. Yeah. And, and I'm really starting. So my, my Instagram is my main platform to just talk about nutrition and I'm starting to go deeper on that. And then I have my podcast where I'm really starting to go deeper on, but somebody said I should really start my TikTok to start talking about dealing with trauma and all of these things that I've been through and start growing it that way. Cause I'm really starting to to open up about it, but that was not your question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I sidetrack too. <laughs> um, but, like what I'm hearing from you is like a lot of the healing. So you mentioned yes. this isn't my, that's not my job to hold. So my mm-hmm. question for you was, where are you learning that? Cause that's yes. important.
1: Yes. So super important therapy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much love. Therapy, yeah. and then I hired a self-discovery coach this year, and she's really just helped me navigate who I am and diving into. I don't know if you ever did, like dove into your human design. Yep. Uh, yeah. Diving into human design, and I I'm very much somebody that holds other people's feelings. Like I can I can feel them. Like if you are having a bad day, I feel like I'm having a bad day for you. And yeah. I think a lot of that I, in. The biggest thing for me because of that is I hold all feelings, which means I like if I feel like you're judging me, I hold that internally. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with the judgment and the fear of what other people would think so much of my life. And I just – I cannot live like that anymore. I can't. I get it. I'm doing life differently and I love it because I'm going to change lives and I'm like so – Passionate about that now and so confident with that. But confidence is never something I had. It's something that I learned as I stepped into who I was. How can you have confidence when you're living a life that isn't for you? When you're living a life where you're not the person you're meant to be and you're trying to be like everybody else around you. So when I started to step into who I am and own it and and starting to release the judgments of other people, because really they were things that I was thinking about myself too. Um, and, and I no longer do. And when you, when you stop judging yourself so much, you stop worrying about judgment from other people. Mm -hmm. And that's a really beautiful place to be. And it's not an easy place to get there. It doesn't happen overnight. And it's something that I still work on, but to be in the place is really freeing and, and therapy and my self-discovery coach, and just doing a lot of internal work myself. Again, I did the external for so long. It didn't work. You can put on a facade for, (laughs) for a little bit, but um, until you really dive into the internal work, that's when it started to shift where I was like, oh, that's actually not my belief. That's yours. And that's okay. Yeah. You're allowed that. But but I can't hold that for you anymore.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, shout out to all of our therapists out there. I oh. married one. Um- <laughs> you married
1: one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So- <laughs> so she's a legend. Out-
0: yeah. She's a freaking legend, man. I, I oftentimes joke. Uh, she's, I'm just the mouth. She's, all the things that I have ever said that have really resonated come from her (laughs) (laughs) but she's way too introverted to step into this pod you you might you all might see her at some point but not anytime soon and she's also grown a baby so she's definitely not stepping in this yeah
1: (laughs) no we got a minute before she's here
0: (laughs) yeah right so all right like I said shout out to all our therapists out there um Katie, you mentioned something earlier that I think is really important because time and time again, I'm having guests on here and we're kind of exploring what makes them high performing people, right? Yeah. And one of the things that it honestly is boiling back to is like, how do I live my truest, most authentic self? How do I work through some of the pain? How do I do all this? And also, how do I acknowledge the limiting beliefs that I have had and that I currently have? So yeah. Katie, can we get real vulnerable? I mean, you're already doing that right now. Yeah. Um, What are some of the limiting beliefs in your life right now that you're aware of and that you're really, really working through?
1: Yeah, I I love that question and I love vulnerability. And I, I think it's a really important thing to say anybody that's going through healing or that has gone through healing, it's very easy to make it look like this beautiful Journey and it's not.
0: Okay. It's, I mean, if you like darkness, uh, right? Darkness, be like, yeah,
1: if you like ugly cries, healing is for you. Okay, Just let me tell you, it's like and I, I haven't been on healing TikTok, but I swear to you, I feel like people make healing look like they're like twirling in a field. And I'm like, I don't know what your healing looks like, but mine is like sobbing my eyes out screaming working through some shit so yeah first of all healing is messy it's it's why my podcast is called crying burns calories it's like this is this is messy
0: we're not not know that
1: oh you didn't yeah (laughs) yeah it's called crying burns calories because like why not
0: that is so freaking awesome
1: (laughs) um so that's the first thing to acknowledge is like it's not going to be this beautiful journey. And, and no matter where you're at in your healing process, you will always hit another ceiling where more self-limiting beliefs come in. You know, they used to be about my body and my body image and never, you know, never having a good relationship with food, never feeling confident in my skin. And then I broke through those. And then it was like, oh, shit, I have all these limiting beliefs in my business. And then it's like, well, shit, here comes my personal life and all of this stuff diving in. And there's always going to be a next level. And I think you're always on this journey, so don't ever try and rush it. Um, huh. but I would say my limiting beliefs right now are, am I going to get my furniture <laughs> That's number one?
0: <laughs> okay. Give me back my shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm never going to be able to get my things back. Um, but I'm choosing that that is just a limiting belief. And I'm believing that somehow, some way my stuff will come here. But yeah. the biggest thing for me right now is Um, my limiting belief over shifting my business, you know, for so long I was the weight loss coach and I was able to give women a lot of value and a lot of confidence is that, but to me talking about weight loss and talking about carbs is no longer as important. And I told you that I said that same thing. Like I can't, I can't pretend that I can talk about carbs giving you energy anymore when I've been through all of this stuff. And I know women are going through it and, and I want to be what I needed when I was going through that. But my biggest limiting belief right now is, is that going to be successful? Because it's a shift and it's a shift away from a different, a different clientele and a different following. And, but it's also a shift towards my more authentic self. So it's a very push pull. It's like is this going to be successful? Is this going to work? What, what am I trying to do? Like, why am I trying to break something that isn't broken?
0: Oh, the fucking shit. You
1: get it. You get it. The shift,
0: the shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I almost want to call it the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> why can't I just stay comfortable? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. why do i have to like cry all the time right like, why do i have to like do meditation and do some breath Literally. work and move my body so that i can remind myself to be present like why do i have to do all that <laughs>
1: right right exactly <laughs>
0: uh, can't right. i just so... eat
1: some chocolate and forget about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> the shift um i want to discuss that a little bit more because mm-hmm. you and i were talking. Uh obviously offline about kind of where we're at and we're in similar places right now with the shift and the things that are really like lighting our, our fire. Right. And we made the joke and I had said like, listen, I I can't talk about your protein goals and why your weight has fluctuated anymore. I just can't do it. (laughs) Like I'm out.
1: (laughs) Did you sleep Susan? Did you
0: sleep? (laughs) Cause like what, what I've kind of like pointed it back to for me, at least is like getting back to the habits and the rituals so that you can be in a place in your healthiest place to bring on moments of shift. Right. And, and that's, what's like been really cool because I haven't lost out on the performance aspects. Like I'm always going to be a sports dietitian at heart. Like I love that shit, but also because I understand the role of mental health. And I'm still doing eating disorder work on the side just because i I love what I do and I get to work with my wife and it's it's nice, right? But I also understand the value of really helping people to understand their relationships to things. So in reference to like the shift that you're talking about, Katie, like let's let's talk about it. What's yeah. exciting for you right now?
1: Gosh, I what's exciting for me? What isn't? My apartment. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm not making jokes about it. It's really sad, though.
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm gonna. Um, I'm just gonna like troll you and send you a lawn chair. I'm Yo, telling you. Thank you from the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I love you. you go. <laughs>
1: My parents sent Tucker a care package. <laughs> They're like really feeling bad for us here. <laughs> What's crazy is it's like this beautiful freaking like apartment, like in a high rise with this gorgeous view of the mountains that is so empty. I can't even <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: it's sad. dude. For those who have obviously moved, and a lot of us have, you kind of know like Things in your apartment, like they absorb sound. And when it's an empty freaking place, it's like, what? This place is creepy. (laughs) Yes,
1: it it is. It's the first podcast I recorded, I was like, Well, I'll just try it sitting at my, you know, counter. And it sounded like I was in a tin can. I'm like, well, that didn't work out very well for me. (laughs) So now I just sit in a closet with headphones.
0: oh my god humble uh, beginnings hey people don't know like I, t- I always tell people like listen uh we have to develop the grit within you to keep going because this oh, is not for the faint of fucking heart no it's not. not at all
1: <laughs> let me tell you nothing makes you feel older when you roll off an air mattress in your mid-30s <laughs> for two months <laughs> you're like well shit i should have done some mobility before <laughs> i'm so
0: over camping right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish it was camping, <laughs> yeah,
0: literally shit is for the birds. I
1: know, <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Okay, wh- back to the topic. What was the question?
0: Oh, shit, I forgot too. <laughs> Hold on, let me think about it. We were talking about okay, what the shift? The um, shift, yes, yes, <laughs> the shift. Okay, uh, what what is exciting for you right now? Because because obviously you're you're kind of taking what you're doing, Katie, and, and if I'm understanding correctly. You are transitioning into being more of I mean, dare I say, life business fulfillment mentor? I mean, is Yeah.
1: Is, yeah. Absolutely. Is, is that okay? <laughs> no, uh yeah. I it's funny because I'm I'm trying to like Coin what I would consider myself, and for me, nutrition and fitness and movement and like that is such a big part of my life and something I'm so passionate about. But it's taking that and diving deeper. Like, what's it? You know, I think before with my coaching, it was very superficial, and like, yeah, I may be able to to get you to your goals and to get you to lose weight, but is that going to stick? And now I know it's going to stick because it's peeling back the layers even more and going deeper in my coaching to where will you still get weight loss probably but guess what that's going to be a byproduct that's not yeah. our main focus yeah. because if we're showing up in life as who we want to be and if we're truly living our authentic self and breaking through the limiting beliefs and you know we're feeling happy healthy and confident every day that will typically come you know yeah. but if you're if you're just focusing on that i i feel like it's you might get it but it's not going to stick where if you focus on everything else that's the stuff that really matters and That's what's exciting me now is like this isn't just external change. This is like true freaking internal, external. We're about to change your life, change.
0: Yeah. That that space is so it's such an exciting time. And I and I kind of think back, Katie, when you and I first met, both growing our businesses and it was nutrition focused, right? Mm-hmm. And and did we meet um, in California? I think we did. That was yeah, the first yeah, time. yeah. It wasn't
1: new. You weren't in New York.
0: No, I wasn't. Yeah, you we were in California. Yeah, so we're in, yeah, that was the first time I met you. Uh, yeah, met everyone really obviously yeah. so that was the first time I, I went there. <laughs> and I thought what was really cool is not only like the community aspect, like we've all been able to develop really cool friendships, uh, not really spending a whole lot of time together because we mm-hmm. all kind of understand like this is gonna be a struggle. Uh, yeah. and the and the biggest struggle and the biggest hurdle is not gonna be how do I get more clients? It's not going to be how do I get into the algorithm? Like It's going to be you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have got to get to a point where you are elevating and embodying the type of person that you are not only trying to become but, but trying to attract the people that you want to talk to and the people that light your fire. So for you, yeah. Katie, if you're kind of thinking about like who, who's exciting for you to work with right now?
1: So I, I mean, I've always just, I work with mainly women pretty well with all Mm -hmm. women, but I think what's exciting to to me, like who I want to work with is the women that want to dive deeper. The women that the diets, the diets haven't worked because they know that there's habits and behaviors that need to change. Or the women that are going through things in life, you know, something that I really want to to point out is that, like, as women, we go through so much shit in life and we go through a lot of trauma, whether it's, you know, the whether it's loss, whether it's divorce, whether it's emotional abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. We go through all of these things. And the one thing we try to do to make us feel better is control our body, right? Yeah, We instantly go to, I can't control these things around me, but what can I control is my body. So we start dieting down, we start these extremes. And through all of this, we attach our self-worth to our body and only our body. And then we start to fail on all these diets because they're usually extreme and they're crazy and we're not doing the right things. And we start to fail at our self-worth and how we view ourselves. And then you, you, you know I'm dealing with women that are are not only like heartbroken but they have no self-confidence, no self-worth, they hate what they see in the mirror. And that breaks my heart. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know I know how that feels, but I also know how it feels on the other side of it. And like I want I, I will not stop until women feel that on the other side. Yeah.
0: I mean getting to that point, Katie is so special. Um because you're absolutely right. I think the way things have structured. And and I also think for the most part, a lot of the toxic masculinity that has happened is, has, has been really detrimental to just overall human development because what you are explaining there happens all the damn time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and what you're explaining too. And it's, and on my side too, I recognize a lot of the privilege that I have as a male in, in this world. Um, And, and, and I didn't acknowledge that or didn't want to until I had a beautiful little girl that I wanted to get all of the same opportunities and things like that. And also having a a little girl who's also mixed race, understanding that like, there's a lot that are going to be running against you. And Mm -hmm. if I'm doing my job correctly, it's helping you to understand all of the beautiful parts of you. Right. I wonder, Katie, as you're kind of helping these women through like, here's what it looks like to get onto the other side. You said something earlier that I thought was really important. You know, when the world is uncontrollable, the one thing that we can control is our bodies. Why do you, why do you think it's like that? Where do you think that comes from?
1: Uh, Honestly, I think it comes from like our generation diet culture. It was like, that was just Mm -hmm. thrown in our faces for so long. And also how, how we grew up, how we grew up speaking to our bodies and how we grew up viewing them. It was like, it was always like that was the fix it for everything you know yeah. not happy with your body not happy with the way you're feeling go on a diet yeah. you know change it mm-hmm. and and it was never dive deeper it was never go internal it was never do healing or anything like that it was always 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 fix a quick fix with external and a lot of these things again maybe it worked when you're younger but it starts to work less and less as you get older and because of the way we've approached it we've attached just our self-worth and our confidence and how we view ourselves to all external.
0: Yeah. So as you're, Katie, as you're making this shift, um, and I'm going through this too, and I'm pretty sure you and I really probably see eye to eye in this. What sort of imposter syndrome is happening for you as you go through this shift?
1: Oh gosh. Um, uh, (laughs) I think, I think a lot of them. Yeah. Every single one. Cause You know, even it was even in the beginning when I did nutrition coaching, like I had, I had done personal training and nutrition coaching for like a big box gym, but it was sort of like, who are you to, to go on your own and do this? Like, who, like, how, why do you think you'll be successful when the market's oversaturated? And now it's sort of, as I'm shifting to deeper, it's, it's, is this really even going to work? You know, like 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 who are you to think that you're able to do this? But then also I think we coach from experience and we coach what we've been yeah. through. And and I think there's so much power in that. And there's so much power and vulnerability. And it's saying, like, wait, I am certified to do all of this stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? I can absolutely <laughs> do this. I know I can help people and help women. It's just scary. Change and shift is always, always scary.
0: Oh, those are absolute facts right there. Yeah. You know, cause, and, th- and this is also like, what's really great about like having guests on here because I get to hear like what makes them tick and that's really special. Uh, and obviously as pod listeners, you get to do the same. So kind of going back to like rituals and habits for you, Katie, like mm-hmm. which ones are, are carrying you through uh, mm-hmm. all of the transitions you're going through in your empty ass, beautiful apartment. My <laughs> like- morning routine. Okay.
1: Like my mornings are sacred to me. Yeah, they just are. I I have to have my morning, like to myself. I have to have a little bit of time to be able to wrap my head around it because it'd be very easy. And and, and a lot of that has come with um, moving here. And you know, waking up in the morning, it was like I'm in an empty apartment. I got in this really bad habit of like scrolling on my phone, and within the first couple of weeks, I'm like, this is not serving me because I felt my mental health start to be like, yeah, mm-mm, we're not yeah. we're not going in the right direction. So I really had to sort of reset. And I like my mornings are my superpower. That's what I always say. It, whether I, I have that. whether I have five minutes and I get to you know, do, do a little bit of journaling or do a little bit of mobility. I, one of my biggest things is always movement in the morning. And that doesn't mean you need to crush a workout, but I always get up. You'll see me on my stories. I do like five minutes of yoga or five minutes of mobility, sometimes longer, but that even means like, even if I have a coffee or I'm drinking, you know, a tea while I'm doing that, it's like, how do we just take a little bit of time for ourselves to be able to set your day up, to be like, to owning the day instead of letting the day consume you. Because something I heard a long time ago is how you start your day is really how you're going to end your day. And I thought that was really powerful. If you're starting your day rushed, stressing, not feeling good, pissed off at the world, you're going to end your day stressed, stressed, rushing, yeah. pissed off at the world. And like, that's not a way to live.
0: Yeah. Dude, It, I think morning routines for me are, are everything. And, yeah. and I think what tends to happen... Again, we got to get you on TikTok because there's just so much about it that I know you're going to love because you're absolutely right because sometimes like with like, especially with like the healing journey, there are people that are just like, it's, they're burning incense, they're meditating, and they're talking about what it feels like. And oftentimes just even in my healing process where- Is this live
1: on TikTok? (laughs) Yeah. Or is it videos?
0: it's it, it's all videos. It's oh. all videos. Uh, but for the live portion, there's a bunch, of, there's a shit ton of people that do like sound, uh, sound therapy, sound bass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, get your download the app right now. Okay. <laughs>
1: so I have it, and I have like six videos I posted a year and a half ago on
0: it. <laughs> okay. May, yeah.
1: Actually, maybe longer than a year and a half ago. I lived in it's- Royal Oak when I was posting
0: those, so. Hey, it's, it's time for the rebrand. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. I love it. But kind of looking back at it is like, sometimes I, I I do believe that it gets overcomplicated. Like it's like, I think people really start to make mistakes with their morning routine of thinking about it as a checklist. And, And I think oftentimes what I really try to push people to understand is like, I need you to be in your body enough so that you know what you need. So because mm-hmm. of that, we need to test some things out. And I feel like it oftentimes gets overcomplicated because there are mornings, just like you said, Katie, for me, that I only have five to 10 minutes. And so mm-hmm. maybe my, my freaking coffee from my Nespresso machine and watching some ESPN for 10 minutes is like, this is how I get my That's fill what you need. right now. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I wonder for you, like, what sort of evolution has your morning routine taken? I mean, what, what did it look like? Three years ago compared to now.
1: Um, Very, very different. Again, I used to be, I I tend to be somebody who is more like high performing, high stress, high anxiety. (laughs) And that's how my mornings were started. And they didn't, they didn't stop. You know, I never took a minute for me. Like I said, I was somebody that consumed the energy around me and that consumed everybody else's feelings. So I woke up in the morning, I immediately scrolled on social media. And and the thing is, is when you're doing that, you are taking in everybody else's energy and it's taking away from yours. You're doing nothing to give back to yourself at all. So uh, my mornings were consumed by that. And I was also the most unhappy I'd ever been. I wouldn't even say I had a morning routine
0: you know yeah. half of it
1: was like you know rushing off to the gym to go crush a workout and while some of my mornings are like that i still try and take a couple of minutes for me um but i do think it's you know you see and i don't see them on tiktok but i see it on instagram people are like oh come with me in my morning routine and it's like i went on a 30 minute walk and i drank lemon water and then i did 10 minutes of yoga before i made my fancy latte and you're like well fuck
0: you okay
1: <laughs> okay i'm sorry
0: you You're can 20. suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, get your <laughs> 19-year-old you to ass about out of bags here. You need in the morning.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's such an unrealistic, you know, concept set. And it's like, I and I try and keep it real with all of my clients. And I'm like, look, and most of my clients have kids. And what do you, it's like, what do you need in the morning to feel good? And I was yeah. having this conversation with my client the other day. And she's like, I get no time alone, no time alone, and I'm going to lose my mind. And I'm like, I, I understand that. Yeah. And she, and I was like, well, so you need silence. She's like, I need 10 minutes to do nothing by myself. And I was like, you need to start getting up 15 minutes earlier then. Yeah. And she did. We started to implement that. And she's like, that's yeah. going to be my thing. That's my silence. I need the 10 or 15 minutes. I said, imagine if you took that every single morning. You had that to reset. That's how you started your day instead of yeah. being woke up by your kids and feeling stressed and rushed right away. That's how you started your day. Imagine the shift that would happen one day. And then imagine the yeah. shift that it would happen in a week and in a month.
0: It's amazing to me the type of transformation that happens in people's lives when they just start to look at opportunities to, to sit the fuck down and be present, like just – Listen, you can go solve all the problems. Yes, you can go solve all the problems in the world. You absolutely can. And I want to push you to do that. And also calm your ass down right Mm now. Yeah. Just take 15 minutes for yourself. Just just something. Uh, I know that's been incredibly influential in my life uh, because I I constantly have to tell myself like, yo, you need to calm your ass down right now. For (laughs) sure. For sure. Same. I'm like, you're getting a little
1: crazy, Katie. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) So like, I I think this is a good transition. Um, cause I, I, you and I talk about this a lot and I've seen your stories and I've seen a lot of the content where we're really trying to help people to release the stigma behind, uh, mental health. Right. Yes. Shout out to shout out to those warriors who are doing all uh, the damn God's work. Mm -hmm. God, it's, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, I'm wondering for you, what have been some of the biggest gems that you can share uh, with our with our pod family about like what therapy is, has done for you?
1: Um, gosh, I I would, I don't even know where to start to be honest. So I think one of the biggest <laughs> things, yeah, one of the biggest <laughs> things for me was realizing that I was that I played a role and that I was part of the problem because I wanted to believe that I wasn't at all, you know, (laughs) and, and not saying like, you know, I got out of my, uh, you know, got divorced and then again got myself into a pretty emotionally abusive relationship. Very, very, I never even knew this, the term narcissist before I, before I got into therapy because maybe you could call me naive. I just never experienced it. i had been with my husband since I, I mean, I, Gosh, we started dating when I was 18 years old. So I truly, it was a world that I wasn't, I didn't even know that I was in because I had never experienced it. And I'm not at all playing the victim saying that it was my fault or anything like that. However, um, it was my fault for getting out of a marriage and not healing myself. And because I didn't do that, I allowed things in my life and I accepted to be treated a certain way. Yeah. And 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 then when I, that is I'm actually going to do a podcast series on this because it, it was, it was a very emotionally and then turned like almost physically abusive. And it was a very scary situation to get in. I still can't believe I got myself into it as this like really independent woman,
0: but it's yeah, very yeah. easy to
1: do it. Um, and I'm going to do a podcast series on the situation, but it was coming out of that where I was like, I need help. Like I'm really, really freaking broken. And And faking it – like, because I'm always a girl that has a smile on her face no matter what. You would have never known that I was going through the things that I was going through. But I was like, faking it is no longer okay, and I have to get myself into therapy, and I have to get help. Um, And the more I dove into it, I was like, this – It was scary at first to be vulnerable with everything, everything out on the table. But there's so much power in that. Like there's power in breaking because you get to just build who you are. And that was the, I mean, I was at absolute rock bottom. And I, and I had no other choice but to rebuild myself, but it was really cool because I could create the life that I really wanted. I could create this like authentic life with where I had freedom with truly who I am as a person. And I never had that before, but it took breaking to get there. But like lean into that. I think that's my best yeah. advice for anybody is lean into the messy, lean into the broken. It, yes. It's the hardest thing to do, but the more you do that, the more you heal yourself. And the more you show up in life, is who you're meant to be. And like, I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in living a life not not aligned with who I want to be anymore.
0: No, no, that's way too much fucking emotional energy yeah. to throw into a, a it's, path. It's that harder. I don't believe in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, pod family, there's two things in there that that Katie uh, mentioned that I I want to make sure that we we really really are intentional about hearing listening and then doing something with this one was it sounded like katie you took radical responsibility for your role in your relationship to things and you took radical responsibility of leaning into whatever was going to come out of that yeah correct absolutely that part is so hard and for those listening to this and so for those that are going to view this at some point i want you to sit with that what what does that look like in your life what does it look like to take radical responsibility for your role and how you interact with things? Cause there's the healing there. There's mm-hmm. your, your roadmap. And I mm, think grab some tissues. Yeah. <laughs> hey, crying burns calories. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It's My
1: 2019
0: to 2022.
1: <laughs> We've yeah. burned a lot of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. I'm, you-
0: I'm so Go
1: ahead. Sorry, I was say I love that you said radical responsibility. That's a really powerful thing, and it, I have this um, term that sort of took me through, and it's relentless optimism, because I was somebody that looked at the negative so for so long, and I've just like every single day I'm like what what can I have relentless optimism about today in my life? Cause it's so easy to go for the things that you don't have. And in this, this experience right here with this empty apartment has forced me to have this relentless optimism every single day. I'm like, how do I create joy? And it's, it's having those conversations with yourself. Cause you will, you will automatically we're, we're just born to go to the negative, but force yourself to do that.
0: Oh. <clears throat> Katie, I'm so thankful For you as a person and as a friend, uh, taking time with us, and you know, as we kind of uh, gear into kind of uh, closing in on our our conversation, I always like to ask because I told you before, like it's not it's not scripted, but there are two questions that I usually script and I ask every, um, or rather, three questions. Love it. I ask every every guest, and it's something that I like. As we're talking, I'm already thinking like, oh my god, I'm really gonna love how they answer these questions. (laughs) So. So here's the first one of three Okay. <laughs> as we come to a close. Uh, this is the can't believe I made it podcast, mm-hmm. right? So for you, do you believe that you have made it? And if not, what does making it look like for you and your season of life right now?
1: I fully believe that I have made it. I have made it through more in my life now than I ever thought that I could make it through. And it's made me stronger. And I know there's more success to come, but, but. I feel the most successful in my life that I ever
0: have. I love that. I love that. (laughs) All right. Second question. Uh, This pod is also about the hero's journey. So I always really love this too. Uh, Who is your hero comp and why? So other people, Katie, have answered it in a way that's like superhero. Like here's my comparison or other people have been like, no, the hero in my life is, you know, someone in my life. So how would you answer that question?
1: Wow. Um, honestly, I would say the hero in my life is my mom. Um, and I say that because my mom has, has been able to shift with me so much. Again, I came from such a conservative, religious, one way and only way you do things. And I would say my mom and my dad, actually my family, just in general, because I have done things so opposite from how I grew up and how they raised me and they have loved me and supported me and adapted to who I am every step of the way and just really accepted me. And that's been the most helpful thing of my entire life. When everybody around me thought I was crazy, my parents were like, we love you. We got you.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay. Last question. And then I'll, I'll stop bugging you. Um, Never where can people me. find you? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Where can people find you? Uh, what sort of projects do you have going right now that we as a pod family can support you with, yes. uh, and anything that you can share with us and we'll make sure for our listeners out there, we put all this stuff in the show notes so that you can go contact and uh, connect with Katie because she is freaking awesome.
1: Love it. Okay. So you can find me. Um, my main platform is on Instagram. My handle is conditioned. And on TikTok. By, yes. And I actually, it is conditioned by Katie on Instagram okay. and TikTok. I'm starting a TikTok. So let's go. Um, I have a podcast called Crying Burns Calories. That's on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Um, I love podcasting more than anything. That's something I started in September. And it's been a really cool, cool journey. Um, and right now I'm really diving deep into one-on-one coaching with women. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that I have. I I have some smaller programs I'm developing, but right now my one-on-one is where I'm putting a lot of my energy in.
0: Yeah. Katie, I love it. So for our pod listeners out there, we'll make sure we put everything in the show notes. Please do yourself the damn favor. And head over, give her a follow. She's going to start building her TikTok following. <laughs> I already right. got like videos that I'm going to start sending over to her so that she can start to <laughs> I understand can't wait. He- healing, healing TikTok. Because uh, damn, it, yeah, healing TikTok is it's, – it's like a nice mixture of people being human and then also people just like making fun of themselves about <laughs> – <laughs> The ugly crying, like Actually. I, you, when you're talking about ugly crying, like I, I don't think that I've, I, I come off as one of those people that is sharing some of the ugly crying, but I have some in my draft. Yes. <laughs> you like, have to post it. Let's try to normalize this. Right. This is, How do you look so good. cute when
1: you're crying? Yeah. What? yeah. I don't understand
0: it. <laughs> so yes. Um. All right, so for our pod listeners out there, make sure that you go over there. Katie, uh, when we end the pod, don't leave. I want to connect a little bit more. You got it. I want to, I want to send you those videos so that we can laugh a little bit. Yes, <laughs> I love
1: it. I love it, I love it. it. Thank you so okay. much for all
0: having me. 100%, 100%. Uh, all right, pod listeners, I love you guys. Uh, let's make sure each and every week that just like what Katie had talked about there, let's let's continue to take radical responsibility for where we are in our lives and to lean into the discomfort. That's the only way you're going to get through whatever place that is kind of keeping you stuck right now. So I love you all. I'll catch you. Peace. What's up, high performers? High performance mentor and dietitian Desi here. Before I let you go, I just want to speak to your heart real quick. If there's something inside of one of these stories or inside of one of these episodes that is really resonating with you, it's because I'm speaking to the high performer in you. So there's two things that I want you to do before you get done here. One, if you're looking to surround yourself with other high performers and you're looking to get more of a cue with how to become the high performer that you need to become, I want you to join our Facebook. It's called the High Performers Club. I'll make sure that we. Have have that in the show notes of each and every episode. All you got to do is click on the link, answer a couple questions, and you're in, and you get full access to a wide variety of free videos, free content for you, free ways for you to, to step up and become the high performer that you need to become. On the other end, we also know that information is readily available. It's the application that people need to invest in, in order to get to that point where they have sustainable change towards their habits and towards their high performing selves. And so if you're looking in ways to work with me, please click on the link, fill out a couple questions and see what kind of spots are available in the moment. I would love to work with you if you are someone who is looking to become the high performer that you need to become, because it's what I do. Love y'all. Thanks for listening.